Rallycat didn't help at all. Is the commander's fault to the Rams 28-20. Just a weird game. Jacoby Brissett's in the game. Carson Wentz was almost in the game. Here's your instant reaction. And salutations and welcome to this instant reaction here on Ref the District of the Los Angeles Rams, defeating the Washington Commanders 28 to 20. I'm the Stoner. We are a proud member of the Believe Network. This, you know, was a wacky game. Before we get into it, make sure you hit that like, make sure you hit that subscribe button, and hit that notification button as well. If you were listening on audio, Make sure you leave a rating and review. We appreciate everybody who is checking us out. Share with everybody to let them know. This was a weird game. I don't understand what the commanders kind of overall, I don't know what to think about everything. It's just, it's, it's wacky. It's like, what are what is this team? I know it's too late in the season to kind of create an identity, but it was just so weird how everything happened during the course of the game it was like we're trying to win then it was like we're trying to lose and then again we're trying to win again and then we're trying to lose again and and just bad but this is a team coming off a bye and some of the things that were going on in this game and you're just like it just doesn't make any sense i will say though that we did uh we did select the rams as our survivor pool pick so that's a good thing for us we were a winner either way. If we had lost, if the commanders had won, then we would have won as our team would have won, but the uh, we would have lost our survivor pick. But this way, we won our survivor pick as well. I'm going to have to check and see if uh, who everybody else had. But there was just so much weird. But anyway, if you are a betting man, look, all the major sports are in action right now. This week, uh, the college play, uh, the college football playoffs are ready. To- Excuse me, I got the hiccups all of a sudden. I got so worked up over trying to figure out what this commander's team is all about. The college football playoffs are ready to kick off next week, a week from Monday anyway. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, including news for pro football, NBA, fights, NHL games, all season long. Head to the website, use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get 50% off. Welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we got to get into this whole game and just how it's just, I don't understand what happened in this game. I don't understand. The first half was in itself was pretty darn wacky, right? It was 13, nothing at halftime. The commanders had the ball only a, a few times. The The Rams had the ball like four times and they scored on like three times. They should have been blowing Washington out in the first half, except for the fact that, Washington forced those two turnovers and they were a couple of turnovers that were critical. Plus uh, uh, they held the Rams on that first drive to a field goal. And then they got the, uh, um, the stop in terms of forcing the fumble. Kyron Williams fumbled the ball twice. Otherwise that dude had a badass game at 150 some odd yards rushing. I'm getting my notes uh, from this game to kind of remember back to the first half and what I was looking at. But um, the second time the commanders had the drive, they went for it on fourth down twice. The first time they got it. The second time they did not get it. And it was like, okay, this team is trying to win. They're fighting. They're doing everything. They're going to do what they can to to win this game. And yet they go and they 
turnaround and they were unable to convert that. But then the Rams go down and they end up scoring a touchdown. The commanders get the ball back three and out a minute and a half. The Rams get the ball again, have a nice sustained drive. Then we another turnover. Good. We've gotten these two turnovers. Now go down and sustain a drive. What does Washington do? Three and out. Defense has to go right back to, out on the field again. We can all talk about how bad the defense has been, and they've been bad. They've been really bad. But you can't, the offense has got to help them out. They have to do some things to help out the defense so they don't have to go right back out there. Long sustained drive, force a turnover. The offense goes out there, three plays, 30 seconds out. And defense has to go right back out there again. What do you think happens? They go right down the field and they get a touchdown. You just can't keep doing that. Now, that doesn't mean the defense is not at fault in this game, but the offense has got to help them out. Sam was bad in the first half. Sam Howell was bad in the first half. And I can't believe here we are in week number 15, game number 14, and we now have to have this quarterback controversy with Jacoby Brissett, because he comes in and just moves the team down the field twice and throws two touchdowns and looks like freaking Matt Stafford out there. And now we have to have this conversation. Now, I understand Ron Rivera in his post-game press conference said, look, Sam was just having a tough time out there, and we just didn't want to keep throwing him out there. But Sam is the quarterback next week. Sure. But what happens if he stinks it up? Then we're all going to be calling for Jacoby Brissett because we saw what he did. That's what happens when you do that. Your intention is to protect Sam Howell. But all you've done, all you've done is created a quarterback controversy. You created that, Ron Rivera, because of what you did by bringing in Jacoby Brissett with like eight minutes to go. But we'll get to that a little bit more as we talk. get down to the second half of the game. Third down conversions in the first half. Seven for eight for the Rams, which allowed them to continue to sustain those drives and keep the defense out there. And it's fun to watch their offense as much as they move the ball. They they weren't, I mean, they racked up a gazillion yards. I can look at their total yards that they gave up or, or that um, they had 445 yards of offense, the Rams did. But man, they're, they would make some mistakes, but you can just see just how con, under control Stafford has with that offense and with the coaching with Sean McVay. It's just so smooth to watch. And there's always, and I mean always, somebody in motion. Always. Every play, every offensive play, somebody's in motion. Watch the commanders. Somebody's in motion 15% of the time. I'm making that up. I don't know what the number is, but it means not a lot. It's just kind of fun to watch an offense like that. An offense that only scored 28 points only. That would be great if you could score 28 points a week. But against this terrible commander's defense, should have had more. They had a missed field goal. They had two turnovers. They should have had a whole lot more than the 28 points that they they scored. But third down conversions, they were 7 of 8, and Washington was 1 and set. One for seven in the first half. And then Washington comes out in the second half and decides, okay, let's start running the ball. Where was that in the first half? 
What did you do in the first four plays of the game? Pass, 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 pass. Before you decide to start running it. I know it's not a great running team, but you have to try to run the ball every once in a while. Not every once in a while. You have to run it a lot. The Rams aren't a good running team, but they stuck to it. They just ran it and ran it and ran it. And not always running up the middle, although they were very successful at that. Running end arounds. Running all different kinds of stuff. The Washington offense is not good. And if you want to say it's Eric Bieniemy, I'm not going to complain about that. If you want to say it's Sam Howell, I'm not going to complain about that. If you want to say it's uh, it's um, the offensive line, I'm not going to complain about that. I think it's all of them. I don't think it's one of them. It's all of them. They haven't been good in any of those areas. And you can be weak in one area and still be able to be successful because you are strong in other areas. They're not strong in any of those areas. They're weak in all of those areas. And that's what you're going to end up getting uh, on the commander's offense, which didn't get into gear until the second half when Jacoby Brissett got it. Well, in the second half in general, scored 20 points, three touchdowns in the second half. But they decided to start running the ball in the second half, and it was working. But then I was worried, oh, my gosh, you're going to see a Bill Callahan-type deal. Remember when he took over for Jay Gruden and all he did was run the ball 45 times just because he wanted to get through this season? I was worried about that, but then they ended up throwing the ball. Sam was not good. Sam was not good, but they were running the ball fairly effectively until they stopped running it again. But then they got down so much that they had to run it. Um, the almost interception that Sam threw to McLaurin down the sideline, he had too deep coverage on that. There was zero reason to throw it. And if you are going to throw it, you have to throw it either into a spot or you've got to throw it on the outside shoulder, not to the inside. The corner, Witherspoon, should have had an interception, and if he didn't, the safety was actually standing there like this, but his own teammate knocked it away from him. It was a terrible decision, terrible throw on Sam's part, and he didn't even get an interception for that. And then the interception he did throw was, again, a bad throw. He was rolling right threw across his body back towards the center. Terry McLaurin tried everything he could, but unfortunately he tips it up and then there are a couple other tips and they couldn't uh, uh, bring it down and you get an interception on Howell. That was on Howell. You just can't have things like that happen um, in a game that you're trying to come back in. And I know a lot of tankers didn't want him to win, but I'm not going to sit here and root for them to lose and say, yay, they lost. Can't do it. Uh, second half, when um, when the Rams got the ball in the second half, first play was a run. Second play, 62-yard touchdown. Cooper Cup goes in motion right to left. He keeps on going right down the sideline, and nobody goes with him. I think that was Cam Curl's deal because Cam Curl was following him across the line, and then once – the play happened. Cam Curl just kind of laid out in the flat and they had three guys there covering Demarcus Robinson, you know, who had stopped. And that's exactly what you hope when you're designing a play is that everybody will go to the short guy and the, and Cooper couple run down the sideline. Sure enough, he was wide open. He almost was too casual about it, but he caught it touchdown. Another explosive play on a go route. That happens all the time. That's 20 now that the Washington commanders have given up this year. Unbelievable. Kendall Fuller had 11 tackles. He's a cornerback. 
Kendall Fuller should not have 11 tackles as a cornerback. Never, ever, ever, ever. Any cornerback, not just Kendall Fuller, any cornerback should not have 11 tackles in a game. Should not be your third leading tackler behind two um, uh, uh, linebackers. Then Jacoby Brissett. We got to talk about the Jacoby Brissett deal. There's two things we have to, absolutely have to talk about. Jacoby Brissett and Cameron Cheeseman. Which do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about Cameron Cheeseman. Cameron Cheeseman should not have a job tomorrow. I'm sorry. I don't like calling for people to lose their jobs, but Cameron Cheeseman should not have a job tomorrow. It's insane that a guy whose only job is to snap on extra points, field goals, and punts, that's your only job, can't do it. This is not a new problem. This has been happening all year long, and he almost got Tressway killed because of that bad snap. He should not have a job. I don't care who the new long snapper is. Anybody that can get it back there without Tressway. How many times has Tressway bailed Cam Cheeseman out previously this year? Stop it. They brought in a couple of long snappers earlier this year and didn't sign them. Sign them. Go back and bring them back in and sign them. I don't care who they are. I'll go in there and long snap for them. Bet you I can do better than Cameron Cheeseman. I know I can't. I'm just goofing around. But I'm sorry. That's an issue. And then he did it again on the extra point that got blocked when the commanders uh, cut it to 28-20 late in the fourth quarter. It was another bad snap that that way bailed him out, but messed up the timing. Half a tick too slow, and it gets blocked. Whether or not they should have gone for two or not, that's another story. I don't even want to get into that. We'll talk about that on Day After Reckoning tomorrow. Clock management at the end, when they had the ball first and goal at the one-yard line after that long catch by Terry McLaurin from Jacoby Brissett, they had it at the one-yard line. Clock management was piss poor. There's four and a half minutes left. You do have all three timeouts that you can t- that you can use defensively after you score and, and kick it deep. They were just so casual. They had a couple of times where they the play clock was under five. You got to you have first and goal at the one. You call a a run up the middle with Rodriguez. You have to know that if that play doesn't work, it shouldn't. you shouldn't take the entire play clock, 40 seconds, to figure out what your next play is. You should know immediately. And yet, it took them all that time. Now, they ended up getting back the ball back to the one-yard line on the pass interference on fourth down, but it took a fourth down play again to finally score, and it took like, Four minutes, three and a half minutes to finally score. But it was they just took too long. There was no urgency. That's where I say it's so weird about this team. And that why they why this thing why drives me crazy. And then let's just talk about the Jacoby Brissett decision to bring him in. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I understand Ron Rivera said he wanted to pull him out and and not get him killed out there. He wasn't getting killed, by the way. He got sacked once. 
Well, you're going to mess with his confidence. You're coming off a bye week. You got four weeks left. You're trying to figure out if his this is the guy. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to start protecting him? You need to see him. You need to see him in every snap the rest of this year unless he's hurt. You have to figure out how he can overcome adversity in a meaningless game, on the road, after throwing an interception, down 28-7. to That's when you need to see Sam more, not less. Ron said Jacoby is not the quarterback next week. Sam Howell is a quarterback. That's not the point. Don't get the media in a frenzy, me in a frenzy, everybody in a frenzy, talking all about the decision to bring in Jacoby Brissett, who goes 8 for 11 for 125 yards and two touchdowns. Now we've got to say, well, maybe Jacoby Brissett should be playing. We don't need, you're bringing it upon yourself, Coach Rivera. You're bringing it upon yourself. The stats in this game were were insane when you look at the numbers. 445 to 297 in total yards. I mean, rushing was 196 to 79 in rushing yards. Time of possession was 36 to 24, and it really wasn't even that close. The Rams really dominated this game until they took their foot off the gas in the fourth quarter, and Jacoby Brissett came in. It was 28-7 when he came in with about eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. They put they took their foot off the gas. This That was the epitome of garbage time. And now we got this controversy, and now that's all we're going to talk about. Enough with this crap that we keep watching every week and trying to figure out, are we trying to win? Are we trying to lose? Are we trying to develop guys? Are we trying to get the young guys in there? It's just scatterbrained what's going on. And I'm tired of it. All right, I've done yapped enough about this game. Make sure you check us out tomorrow on the day after reckoning and all week, Tuesday, day of the commander's update, live show Wednesday. So we got to get ready for the Jets. Jets coming in, uh, or we're going up there, Jets Christmas Eve. I can't remember where the game is. I think it's up in, in New York, New Jersey, technically. Will Aaron Rodgers play? That'll be exciting, something to talk about. Then you got the 49ers on New Year's Eve with Chase Young coming into town. Then you got the Cowboys last week. After they get shellacked today, that game might mean something. Kind of like it did last year for the Cowboys when Sam Howell got his first start. You're going to bench him again? Sam Howell I'm talking about? Anyway, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We appreciate everybody. And this has been brought to you by Bet Online. Until next time, be a fan.